catch that fish yet? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. It's a happy ending. Not exactly. The old man met his greatest adversary just when he thought that part of his life was over. Why didn't he just let the fish go? Old man's got to be the old man. Fish has got to be the fish. Got to be who you are in this world, right? No matter what. Yo, Pop, bet you didn't have to push no dollies at your old job, did you? Guilty as charged. Can you do a refund for me when you're done? Open the register up right now. Move. Give me that ring. No, it was my mother. Please. It's okay, Jenny. What's you knowing about? It is about a guy who's a knight in shining armor, except he lives in a world where knights don't exist anymore. My ring. Anything you want to be, change your world. I promised I would never go back to being that person. But when somebody does something unspeakable, it's when you hardly knew. You do something about it, because you can. I mean, about a girl. <laughs> 16 seconds. A man with his skill. I want to know who he really is. He won't stop until he kills you and anyone you care about. This goes all the way to the top. Not enough? Because I can keep going. Brick by brick, body by body. What do you see when you look at me? What do you see when you look at me? It's too late to start over. Uh, I got an idea. This, watching this movie, which takes place in Boston, an action movie. Obviously, in this movie, Denzel is fighting a bunch of Russians. Yes. But he's in Boston, and I thought it would have been funnier if he was just fighting, like, Boston bros, white there Boston bros. But I, I, I had an idea. Okay. For a movie. This movie inspired me. It's exactly kind of like this movie, where some badass motherfucker. But did you ever hear about that story about when Mark Wahlberg was younger he punched a like an Asian man and it blinded him in one eye. No, I guess when he was younger, he's I a never little heard derelict. It's Marky Mark days, pre Marky Mark days. Oh. So wow, he got in so much trouble that he had a a fucking music career that burned into like a very lucrative acting career. He really suffered for that one. But I was thinking uh, a movie called Wallbusters, right? Where it's a the main character is a like a Asian man, a Chinese man in Boston, and he's beating up all these white boy bros, you know, like the John Cena, Master of mm. Funkonomics version of John Cena, Funkonomics, like those, like that type of white boy that's like, I I want to be a rapper, but I'm also racist. Yeah. And this Chinese guy's just going up and down Boston, just killing these specific types of uh, white bros. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good movie? Yeah. It'll be like revenge for that guy that Mark Wahlberg. He was already punched. blind. Well, is Mark Wahlberg like the final 
boss. This yes. Is like the big boss. The, you got the sub bosses, which are other. <laughs> Yes, which are other Wahlbergs, right? You got the one that had... You start at, like, the lowest. The, the Donnie. Donnie can die in, like, the first, like, three minutes. Uh, oh, can we kill Jenny McCarthy? This is a fictional scenario. Are they, yeah, they're married, so yeah. I guess she would have to be killed by the Chinese guy. Okay. She would have to. Okay, cool. Just for continuity's sake. Mm-hmm. Then I, whatever the other Wahlbergs... You, you know, one of their Wahlberger Don't restaurants... Don't kill their children. It's not the children's No, fault, you're but, right. But definitely you have the, to kill You need Jenny the children for the sequel. McCarthy, she's terrible. Uh, and then you have the visual of exploding Wahlbergers restaurants, just flames shooting out. And yes, the final boss is, of course, Mark Wahlberg. Donkeys. Of course. Ooh, do you think we can get um, the guy from... Everything, everywhere, all at once. K-Way Kwan. You think he'd be the action star needed for this? Yeah, sure, why I like not? him. I like him. But he's got to be like stone cold badass. I was just picturing him being badass, walking out of a blown okay. up Wahlburgers. Like, it's also kind of funny, but like, he did a great job in Everything, Look, Everywhere, All at Once. Wallbusters starring K-Way Kwan. He kills a bunch of <laughs> Massachusetts, uh, Boston uh, white bros the whole throughout the whole movie. Like, he kills, like, the cast of Boondock Saints. Like, all of those guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Movie Humpers. Welcome to Movie Humpers. I am Bob Shim. I'm Angela. Uh, the sounds you hear may be dogs. And uh, this month, our theme, Portraits of the Artists, uh, which we examine two significant black leading men in the history of film. And the majority of the month is centering around uh, Denzel Washington. It, it was so hard to narrow down. I know. These movies. But in this first week, my rough theme is um, the artists find trouble. And my themes might be a little clumsy. But they're, those, they seem a little better in some other weeks. But I get it. The Equalizer from 2014, directed by Antoine Fuqua, who he and Denzel worked together in Training Day, mm. which is a good movie. And the remake of The Magnificent... Magnificent, Magni- magnificent, magnificent seven, <laughs> which wasn't bad. I don't think I saw that one. You saw it in the theater. We Someone... went to the theater and watched it. Oh, I did. Yes, you did. It had Chris Pratt in it. Remember? Oh, yeah. Are okay. you mad at him too? I don't love him. Yeah, I think the, the some of the sheens come off, but I can't really place why. I think maybe people are just kind of tired of seeing him. I don't know if it's anything mm. personal. At least mm. not for me. Uh, you know. But I anyway, don't know. I'm I'm not trying to pull up some some like Twitter beef, but I've seen some shit that made me not like. Someone asked me today what we were doing for the show right now, and I told him about this this month's theme. And the first question was, "What's your favorite Denzel movie?" And I was like, "Check with me in a month because they're all good." I'm gonna always say it's the one I just saw Who, because they're all good. Is everyone have to have a favorite? I mean, when you love movies and you ask me that, I can't. I'd have to I sit know. there and, like, analyze it. I know. It's in, it's crazy. Like, I can't do it. But that's why I'm saying, like, the, my favorite Denzel movie is going to be the one I've just seen because he's so the last great one. in literally everything. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Devil in a Blue Dress right now. Right now it is Devil in a Blue Dress, and that, that was the answer I gave. But I it's was not, like... It's not this one. We're doing a deep dive. No, it's but this, this is one. a fun movie. It stars Denzel Washington, Martin Sokas, Kasokas, Chloe Grace Moretz, and David Harbour. David Harbour's the cop in Stranger Things. Yeah. He's uh, the Boston bro in this movie. He is the Boston bro. And he's not, well, I was going to say he's not, he's corrupt as fuck. I actually did really like that scene where he forces him to be a good cop. But look, I mean, regardless of, 
I feel like a lot, in, in many respects, this movie is very much, like, down the road for this type of movie. Yes. It's not, it's got cool things, but it's also extremely typical at the same time. Yes. And you kind of do uh, revel in some moments and then are just like, come on. With well, the that's other why moments. I used the word fun. But this is. As opposed to great. Regardless of what the score or how we think of this movie, it is actually kind of genius of Denzel. Because mm. he wrapped himself onto this franchise. He created a franchise here. He doesn't have to go work for Marvel. Right. right. He kind of, this is the closest we'll probably get for, to Denzel being a superhero. Doesn't have to go stand in front of a green screen or anything like that. Doesn't have to wear a tight fitting body costume. And it's kind of G because these movies, they make money. Mm-hmm. Like I think this one more than doubled its budget. Nice. And each one, the third one has actually got better reviews than the first two. And yeah, these movies are making money. And they're also based on a CBS TV show from like 1985 to 1989. Hmm. Who was in that? I don't know who was in it, but some of the producers of that show who created that show are one of them, Michael Sloan, is a part of the production here. But it was called The Equalizer and the same kind of guy. Interesting. But I don't know how I never heard of this show. They really just pulled some property like out the out the margins and were like, we're going to have Denzel just make money on this and they did it's funny because maybe i had heard of the show because i thought this movie was older when i when you told me that it was what like 2013 or 2014 or whenever this came out i thought it had come out like a long time ago there's also a newer tv show as well i don't know a lot of stuff denzel he's uh, working at a home depot that's a very simple move we'll go through it he befriends a girl who is a who's being human traffic? That's yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz. He's all. This is like your 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 Jack Reacher kind of shit, right? Yeah. Except maybe he reads a little more. They always seem to be very well rounded when they need to be. Everyone kind of suspects that he's got a mysterious past in his everyday life, yeah. but he's not very open. But he's very personable, and he has this friend that he, as well as the Chloe Grace Moretz being human trafficked who he takes in and is the reason why he kind of goes into the action. Mm -hmm. But he has this guy he works with named Ralph and Ralph is, he's helping Ralph lose weight so he can be a security guard. Yeah. And I feel like this guy being so excited to be a security guard is almost like, like a soft condemnation to the economy. Like, is this guy going from like, well, it's 2014. So this guy's going from like, Trying to go from $12 to $14 an hour or something like that. He can't be making a lot of money, I guess is what I'm saying. There's something kind of sad about that Ralph character. Yeah. Just trying so hard to be a security guard. One of those jobs that it seems like, I guess, if you're not so fat, can just have the job. If you're willing to stand by a building and do nothing. They actually look like the worst jobs to have because they look unbelievably boring having to check people's shit. Or just standing by a building like late at night. Security mm. job. I guess I got a lot more. I got respect for those jobs to an extent. But at the same time, they're protecting losses, corporate losses, I guess. Everyone needs a job, I guess, right? But uh, but yes, this guy is, he's helping him lose weight so he can go from $12 an hour to $14 an hour. Uh, standing by the doors of the Home Depot, which they call Home Mart. Yeah, but it is basically a Home Depot. So Chloe Grace Moretz, he gets her pimp rolls up. 
They're Russian. They backhand her in front of Denzel. Later, after they backhand her, he finds out that she got beat. They beat the shit out of her, and she's in the hospital. Right. They they beat the fuck out of her, and he goes to see her in the hospital, and he talks to a friend of hers that's there. So he goes to where they were, their office of this dude, and he offers them something like $9,000. $9,800, yeah. To basically take her to buy her off, to pay her off, and her they freedom. just leave her alone. One month. That's it. I think this is one-time payment. I make this off this girl in two weeks. That girl is still a child. I still can sell her as virgin. This makes prime earner for a good while. And then he just takes the the envelope and he goes to walk out. Then he locks the door. And then he goes into, like, detective mode. Uh, you might, people who play video games, those Batman Arkham games, there's this mode where you press a button and it goes into, like, this different color and you start to take notice of specific And you can object. lay out your entire plan. He goes into detective mode and he, and he like counts. He's very good at making things sure things are done in a certain span of time. He's a superhero. They don't come out and say it. He doesn't at any point be like, I'm the equalizer, which is disappointing. I really wanted him to say it at the end. <laughs> and so he fucking straight up waxes this whole room of hardened Russian mobsters. In like 28 seconds. Yeah. And it's pretty good action scene. Yeah. I feel like some of the shots of the action were a little cluttered. Maybe they, the shots went in too fast. But then there were other moments that did seem genuinely cool. Like there was one time where he takes the gun out of a uh, mobster's hand just like real like snap. And he's yeah. just holding it. And that looked really good. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, gets information. He knows who he's up against. Obviously, they've, they've angered the bosses of uh, this guy that he killed. Because he's just the first boss. And one part of that I didn't care for, which lean, leans into his past, is he goes to this house of a lady who I think worked for... The CIA or the FBI or something. She just says the agency. The agency. She's no longer with the agency. This is, uh, maybe this is like a, a fictional, another body of intelligence Probably. Here. And the only thing we really find out about his past is that she and her husband, Bill Pullman, thought that he was dead for years. Until he walked through that door, they thought he was dead. But she said that she suspected that he wasn't. That if anybody could have gotten out of it, like figured out a way to fake their death and get out, because it was a car bomb, and she didn't believe that he would have gone down that way. Because he would have known. But you don't have that scene. They see him for the first time in a long time. There's got to be like... there. You do. He walks up, and the man walks out and is like confused, and then they hug. But that's it. Yeah, it's There's so no soft. like, oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. soft. And you don't even get that they didn't know him for like until like the next scene or they didn't know he was alive. Yeah, they explain like uh, when they explain, it's like, man, you maybe should have been a little more into him walking up to your house. Yeah. Because you thought he was fucking dead or at least thought strongly 50% that he was dead. Yeah. And even if you don't think he's dead, you got to assume you're never going to see him again if he's going to go to that length. Well, but they and- just didn't seem that took by him showing up. Yeah, and the reason that he got out of what he was doing was because his wife died, and we don't know under what circumstances that happened either, but he wanted to get get out of his life. And he didn't want to be that person anymore who did 
that stuff. Who knows what he? Who even knows what he was doing? Was there's, he a spy? We there, don't know. There's one point where he was. He, it's like alias shit. There's one point before he starts fucking shit up where he he apologizes. And you know he's apologizing to his wife. It's right after he kills those five men because then he knows he's back in. As he's soon as he killed in. him, he sat down and he was like, I'm sorry. There's another port where a guy robs the home mart and takes this lady's ring. Mm-hmm. And he does it off camera, but we see him pull a sledgehammer. And then he comes back. And then he comes back. And she's going to close the drawer, but she knows they got robbed. And her ring is back in mm-hmm. the drawer. And then you see him putting, like, wiping off the sledgehammer and putting, and putting, it, putting back. it back. There's also a part where Ralphie's supposed to take his exam and he doesn't show up to work. And so Bob is Denzel's name, which is so weird. He's more of a Robert, as Chloe Grace Moretz pointed yeah, out. Yeah, but, but they he's call trying him Bob. to be, he's trying to be, you know, under the radar. Not, and so, not hard enough. No. <laughs> uh, well, he was until, right? Um, I got to go undercover. My name's Robert. I'll be Bob. A common nickname for I know. Robert. It's very silly. He goes to find Ralphie, and he goes, his, Ralphie's mom has a restaurant, and he goes, and Ralphie's working at the restaurant, and he's like, I heard you quit today. Like, what's up? You're to take your exam. And there's been a fire, and Ralphie doesn't tell him exactly what happened, but basically what we find out is that these cops who go around and take money from all these small businesses to protect them caught her kitchen on fire because she wasn't paying. He figured out pretty quickly what was going on, and... Robert is one of those kind of people who, he does not just go and beat you up. Oh, these are the crooked cops. These are the crooked cops. This is amazing. So the, so he he figures out that the, that the cops are crooked and that they're taking money from, like, everybody in the neighborhood. And so he creeps up on them one night after they take money from Ralphie's mom. He pulls a gun on them and he shows them a video that he has that is them talking about what they're doing. So incriminating them. And basically is like, you're going to give all the money back and you're never going to do this again. Or in 30 seconds, like he gives them a a deadline, like tomorrow by noon or something. And he's like, and if you don't, within 30 minutes of that, this will be at every news station in the city. He blackmails the blackmailers. That fucking hurt more than the beating. He's always, like, giving people something of a chance. He gives them a choice. Yeah, he always likes to give a choice. He even, he tried to buy the girl. When they wouldn't let him buy the girl, he killed them all. He tried to let these cops make right, and they did. The next morning, they gave the money back to the mom, and then Ralphie was able to go back to work and be the security guard. So, when this new uh, Russian mobster guy, uh, was played by Martin Kosokas, I think that's Nikolai. He's a bit craftier. He's a bit smarter. He even goes and confronts him in his apartment. He's the guy to that get a read on him. Gets called in when the shit's going down. And Bob goes into where he is just to size him up and like some shit talking scenes. Right. I love the scene where Nikolai first comes to his house and he pretends like he's a cop. Right. And before he even can knock on the door. Bob opens the door because he knows he's like so good. He knows something's wrong. He knows someone's out there. And then Nikolai, he's kind of acting like Nikolai is a cop. And then all of a sudden he's like, who are you? How'd you find me? Yeah. Who do you work for? Like, and he just, he goes into this mode where he's like, there's no point pretending with you. Like, I know that you are here for me. And so no bullshit. I just love the no bullshit part of him. He's like, Mm. we're not going to, I'm not pretending to be anyone else. So, you know. Pushing it all through. This is all quite a simple story. There's yeah. some cool stuff. But uh, 
the head honcho figures out that he works at Home Mart and takes hostage like all of his employees. So now it feel now this movie feels like maybe the initial idea was like, how do I get this into where a guy who's really good at doing killing people uh, can kill people in a Home Depot? The Home Depot part was my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, really? Because they turn all the lights off, and I feel like I couldn't really That's see true. anything for well, 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying with some of the action shots and choices. You could make out enough. This is kind of the part of the movie in which it's really embellishing into itself. And especially when he gets Ralphie. Ralphie gets his moment where he rescues his co-workers. Yes. Because Ralphie looked kind of like a punk after they got robbed and... He didn't even he see didn't do it. anything. I do they, love all the different weapons they use. And then at one point, he has Ralphie turn the lights back on because he turned the lights off. And then the sprinklers are going off. And then you got that image, that moment that you see above my head, probably of just, you know, the sprinklers going off, water's coming down, and he's just popping this mob, mob boss guy with a nail gun. Well, the sprinklers go off because he did some crazy rigging thing where he put these explosives in a microwave. So yeah. as soon as the lights came on, the microwave was like tick, 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 yeah. and it exploded. He, he hangs a guy with barbed wire. He takes one of those shears that there's no way they're that sharp, but manages to stick them through a guy's neck. It's pretty brutal. But when the lights come on and the water's falling and things are a little more slow motion... And that's when the movie is just like, it does, you know, you, you gotta go along with it at that point, right? You gotta be like, this is exactly what this movie yes. is. Yes. Stunting, slow mo walking through the, through the water. Um, that's what defines the whole movie. And it is kind of simple and goofy. I hated when he had to reconnect with his past contacts. And then there mm-hmm. was a scene there where after he left, where they were like, everything all right? Were you able to help him? He didn't come for help. He came for permission. To go kill all these Russian guys to get the information on him. But, like, why? No, he shouldn't ask for Wouldn't it be cooler if they just figured out he was alive after all these Russians died? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that there was was a heavy-handed through line from the quote at the beginning of the movie to him talking about Moby Dick, to all the stuff with her, about how you live your life until you figure out why you're supposed to be living your life, and that's, like, the second most important day of your life, or whatever. But the whole thing is, she tells him, this is who you're meant to be, go be who you're supposed to be. Yeah. But he he was already doing it, but she, I don't know, it's like she gave herself some, like, importance that... Seemed unnecessary. Well, that is kind of the the overarching theme. He's reading The Old Man in the Sea, a book where he catches a giant fish after struggling really hard, mm-hmm. and sharks have eaten the fish, but there's no regret because everyone is just being exactly who they were in that scenario. And he keeps telling Alina, Chloe Grace Moretz, before she disappears or before she gets beaten up, that she can be whatever she wants to be. She can change her story. She doesn't have to be stuck where she is. And, of course, she's gone after she's, you know, her character Her character just needs to be pimped out, slapped around, and beat up. And then you don't need to see her again until the end in which she's like... And we do. I see her at the very end. And she's an aspiring singer, and I'm a little resentful that we didn't hear one track I off this fucking gonna, CD. He pulled the CD out She gave point. him a CD, and he pulled it out. He didn't put it in a car or nothing. I want to hear her songs. I did, too. I did, too. Kind of I bullshit. really thought he was going to play him that one time when he was sitting alone in his apartment. 
But he didn't. But she did show up. She found him because she had kind of walked him close to his apartment one night when they were talking. She wanted to say thank you to him. And she basically said, you know, it was weird when I woke up at the hospital. Because he didn't actually talk to her at the hospital. He talked to her friend. She goes, weird, when I woke up at the hospital, there was an envelope for me that had almost $10,000 in it. Now I've changed my life. So the money he tried to pay those men to let her go, he just gave to her to start over. Yeah. But yeah, she was like, she was really nothing. No. She's just, she was just meat. She was meat to get slapped around and then, then stamp a little redemption on the end. I don't like calling people meat, but I understand what you're saying. Character is meat. I understood why he felt a protectiveness over her, why he felt that he wanted to help her. He tries to explain at one point and there's really no explanation. Like he can't, he's like, I don't know. But someone was treating someone badly, and I have the skills to step in, so I felt like I needed to. And then at the end, I mean, this is very much his, like, superhero origin story. Because, you know, at the end, then he's answering some thing online that's basically like, I need help. Can someone help me? And he's like, yes. Now he will officially be the equalizer. Yeah. And he doesn't say anything like, you got equalized. (laughs) Or um, now things are equivalent or anything like that. There's the perfect moment, too, because Nikolai, right before he dies, is like, who are you? Nothing. He gives him nothing. (laughs) He just explains to him that he will die in 30 seconds, and he does. Yeah. But, yeah, um, look, a fun enough movie, no doubt. Um, And it is, like I said, it is kind of cool what uh, Denzel kind of made for himself here later in this leg of his career, like I said, he managed to be a superhero mm-hmm. without all the more annoying, overdone superhero stuff. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, people are coming to see these movies. There's three of them now. I want to watch the others just because they're fun. Yeah. So he got it. Antoine Fuqua and Denzel making that money with the Equalizer. All right. You ready? Yeah. So I'm going to give one through five. You get one through five combined yep. for the best out of ten. Go ahead. Three. I'm going to give it a 3.25 because when he starts killing dude with the nail gun. (laughs) That was cool. That last leg of it, I kind of had to just kind of strap in and be like, this is cool. This is fine. This is really what it all accumulates to. And even if along the way it's like, what's up with this or what's up with that, Um, which which are fair criticisms, in the end, you know what movie this is, right? You can't deny. So when it embellishes that... When it leans into those perfect moments, that's, you know, what the movie is all about. So you can't hate on it too much in terms of its final execution. But it certainly is far from perfect. But that is a 6.25. Right there at 6.25, it shares the ranking with the likes of Rabid, It Lives Again, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and X-Men. (laughs) <laughs> it's at least as good as those movies. Yeah, definitely. That makes, that makes sense. Absolutely. So we got more Denzel all month long. Our next drop will be another movie, a silent, another silent movie starring Paul Robeson. And next week, it will be The Artists in Love. Oh, you can see the glow on my screen that whole time. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Hit like, subscribe. Check the links in the show notes for other places to find us. Leave any comment you want, corrections, whatever. I'm all good with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you next week. Oh, we've been toying with this sign-off. Yeah. 
I was going to do it. Thoughts and prayers to the haters. (laughs) 